From here, we move from listening to actually making a recommendation, which means we shift from rapport skills to formal quote unquote presentation skills. I am referring to the one on one presentation, the presentation across a desk. While many people immediately acknowledge that when you're up in front of a large audience or a small group, That there are presentation skills, and those are skills that I certainly train people in at a very high level of detail. What I want to focus on here is more the one on one presentation skills. You could say that getting up in front of a group of advisors, which I do several times a week, every single week, is basically, if it were akin to golf, like driving. Right? Everybody loves that sexy drive. The ball's just like hanging up there in the air. The reality is, most of the game is won by putting. And your one on one presentation to an advisor is more like putting. Less sexy, certainly more profitable. We can identify this shift in the dialogue because that's when you might say something like, you know, given what you said, here's what I recommend. Or given what we've discussed so far, here's what I'd like to share with you. The bottom line is that we are now in presentation mode. Suddenly, both feet are flat on the floor, and we are no longer sitting forward or back. We are sitting straight up in the chair, and our back is not against the chair. Our hands are on the table in a neutral position, meaning that we're not playing with a pen or some other item. Please be careful if you're in a chair that allows you to swivel. Keep your feet flat on the floor. Do not tap your feet. Do not fidget. Do not allow your nervousness to show up in other areas of your body when instead we need to use that energy for a powerful presentation. The reason for having the hands resting on the table, which will feel uncomfortable as well as should. Is because the whole intention is to use the hands. Now, there are two forms of gestures. There are emphatic gestures. These gestures are a wide range of body movements that, in and of themselves, have no particular meaning, but they have an incredible impact on the voice. They give inflection to the voice. Descriptive gestures are gestures where you're painting a picture. So, this would be more akin to. When you talk about global investing, that you use your hands to actually show a globe. But if you're talking about how this investment category has risen over time in the markets, you're actually drawing that graph line up with your hand. You will notice that when a person uses descriptive gestures, that the individual begins to visualize what you're saying. This is akin to putting the person in the new car, allowing them to feel the buttery soft leather, to smell that new car smell, and to feel that, that, that their hands around that steering wheel. You're giving them the actual experience. Unfortunately, this is not what most people do. They have a pen in their hand, so their hands are not expressive. If they use gestures, they're only emphatic, they are not descriptive. And you need to know that. Whenever you've experienced someone who you found to be incredibly compelling, odds are good that they were doing exactly what I'm saying. One of the primary tools used when presenting to advisors is the handout, 
or the pitch book. What I need you to know is that the handout is the single most dangerous presentation medium you could possibly use. Now, the fact that it is dangerous and difficult doesn't make it highly effective or critical to use. But let me explain. We understand now more about a person's attention. When you distribute a handout, let's say to a small group of people, a group of advisors at a branch meeting or something like that, as they're getting that handout, they're not all getting it at the same time. So some people begin to read it. Some people get attracted by what's at the bottom. Some people get attracted by what's at the top. Some people read faster than others. They flip to the back. You all of a sudden start talking. And the reality is you have no one's attention. That, in fact, if there are 30 people in the room listening to you, what's really going on is there are 30 different presentations going on at the same time. This is not optimal. In fact, what we want to do is we want to say things like, while this is being handed out, if it was not handed out in advance, while this is being handed out, just take a few moments to peruse the document. (laughs) The reality is they're going to do that anyway. So you might as well have it occur like your instruction. After everyone's received the document, you might say, not everyone's received the document. I'd like to direct your attention to the graph that's on the left bottom portion of the handout. If you take a look at the point on the graph where you see the intersection between, and then what you do is you actually hold up the handout and you literally point to where you're talking about. What happens is the whole audience's attention begins to synchronize. And now you have everyone focused. The same thing should be done if you're using a handout on a one-on-one basis. If you give someone a pitch book or a handout, they start flipping through it. You might want to say to them, let me give you a moment just to peruse the document. Then when you see they're done, let me actually highlight the primary information I want to draw your attention to. If you take a look at page three, over to the right, you'll notice that it says... And there should be no room for slippage between what you're saying, what you're thinking, and where their attention is. This would represent the proper use of a handout. Again, certainly face-to-face, while being videotaped, I could easily show you what I'm saying. And you would easily be able to see for yourself when we replayed it, the moments that you were effective and the moments that you were ineffective. But through this medium, As you're going to meetings, just notice the people who are not doing what I say. Notice how they do not have control over the room. Notice how they do not come across as highly effective in the one-on-one interaction. And allow that to be a form of mental